0: I realize that a homily is not supposed to be a lecture, but with this week's readings, I thought maybe this would be a good time to give a little bit of a history review of ancient Israel. The word Hebrew comes from a term, a piru. The people who became the Hebrews were a disparate people, people who had no nation. These were just people throughout the Middle East who didn't belong somewhere. And really they came to identify themselves as a nation around the events of um, the escape from Egypt through the Red Sea and the giving of the Ten Commandments. And that's how the 12 tribes of Israel came to be. And it took a couple hundred years, but eventually the nation of Israel became a, a real entity, reaching its high point with King David around 1000 BC. And then he and his son Solomon ruled this country in a united way, in a golden era, for about 80 years. But then things sort of fell apart. And that's really where Kings, the book of Kings takes up the story. After Solomon, the kingdom divided into two kingdoms. The northern kingdom was called Israel, and the southern one was called Judah. And today's first reading really talks about the end of the northern kingdom of Israel where these 12 or the 10 tribes of northern Israel are obliterated and we never hear about them again, leaving only Judah in the south. And we'll hear about what happened to Judah later in the week. This is sad, sad stuff. But yet, this is the very event that made Judaism a great religion. This led to all the prophets, and for us learning how to see God's presence in bad times, to learn to accept responsibility for our individual actions, to realize that bad things can happen to good people and good things can happen to bad people. And like the other great religions of the world, this is when the Judeo-Christians learned that life is not always black and white. To be an adult means dealing with complicated things, things being held in tension with one another, that there's a lot of things in life that are in shades of gray. And even our gospel story today recognizes that. Jesus says very clearly, do not judge. And yet, two sentences later, he's talking about when we do have to judge. And that's one of the beautiful things, the privilege we have of being at a campus parish. This is one of the best places where we can live out our religion the way I think we're called to, which is that religion gives us a framework for living out the questions of life more than it gives us simple black and white answers.